Welcome to the Floor Fantasy and Sci-Fi Lore. We are in Dune still. We are talking about the spice today. We're going to talk about where it was first encountered, the first people who discovered it, the early uses of the spice. We'll talk about how Paul is able to learn these things. We talk about a lot of the information that is lost during the Butlerian Jihad and how that relates to our knowledge about the spice. So, if that is what you're interested in, that is what is in this episode. It is a two-parter. This is part one. Roll the intro. Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night to keep reading, keep watching, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on the topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome back. And today we are talking about Dune. Specifically, I wanted to cover the Spice Melange. Um, it's a, an addictive necrotic um narcotic is what I meant to say. Uh, so the, the people who uh, end up getting addicted to this, they uh, not only crave it physically, but mentally, but also those who crave power because it gives prescience, right? Helps people make their decisions on how to... Okay, so you just yeah. called it uh, narcotic, and I do want to point this out. As far as we know, it's not a narcotic. Narcotics are opium-derived drugs, right? Somehow they contain opium. Whereas spice, it makes you see the future a little bit. It makes you live longer. Is opium does come from work? Is it opium? It, I don't think it, it it's... Does. Does. It does. It but not opium for doing it, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but it does give a euphoria. Does give you euphoria. Do feel euphoric when they use spice, and spice comes from worm poop, right? So that's what I said. I'll I'll, I'll break that down exactly what's happening. That's kind of just fun to say. So, but uh, and, and th there is also the fact that spice has a very heavy dependency. Like once you've taken enough spice that extends your life, you will also begin to die immediately if you stop taking spice. Yes, with <laughs> withdrawals can be fatal. Yeah, with all its what One, 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 yeah, you like, for like, like, you start eating this stuff, it's like, yeah, you'll live an extra 70 years. Be like, that's awesome. But if you ever stop taking it, you'll die next week. Like, wait, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> never start this habit unless you have the wealth to really sustain it. Is there a way to so, wean yourself off, or is that not even maybe? No, I don't know. No, just fresh worm poop won't do anything for you. Uh, that, that, that will kill you. Uh, that, that's that's the concentrate. That's the water of life. <laughs> no, 
The water, well, I guess I don't know. In our previous episode, you would say that the water of life is they take a worm baby and they drown it. And then that slowly, like its life and minerals and stuff dissolve into that water, creating the water of life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so a little bit of this technology with the worms is mysterious. They have a hard time studying the worms. Right. They liquefy when they die. Extremely difficult. That's what worms actually do. Like if one, so I go fishing sometimes, right? And if one worm, like you can buy like fish in the dirt or not, not fish, worms in dirt, fish in dirt. You can buy, yeah, you, you fish for worms with fish. Uh, you can buy dirt with worms in it. If one of the worms die, like it releases toxin that just makes all the other worms biodegrade. So I learned this because I bought them. I had like nine in there and I forgot about them. And then I opened it up in a week and they were all gone. Did they leave? Did they escape? <laughs> did they escape? Yeah, I did in a corner somewhere. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> it's a tiny little cup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, as far as uh, making you you live longer, it can make you live up to three times as long. So, uh, easily get somebody into the two hundred year mark. So more than just seventy years. Um. And it, it tastes like cinnamon. That's how it's described. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, Dr. Yui also says that it never tastes the same twice. Except cinnamon. Except cinnamon. Right, it'd be like a cinnamon overtone, but your experience was like a cinnamon mango, and then a cinnamon shrimp, and then a cinnamon rock, and then in rim, a delt on it, delt on it. Yeah, but the next time it'll be a cinnamon strawberry. But, but I mean, like, imagine somebody pitching you the spice for the first time. Be like, well, what's it taste like? Be like, cinnamon shrimp. Be like, well, no, but it's like, 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 40 years of cinnamon shrimp. I don't know if I want that. I don't know. What it tastes like is like, you know, Birdie Bot's every flavor beans. It's like every single one of those. <laughs> a little bit of cinnamon. <laughs> like, which one? Like, well, it depends. Like, it'll, it'll taste like one, and the next time it won't taste like that one again. It always tastes like shrimp. Um, as far as its addictive properties, uh, once you get addicted, you just start craving more and more and more. It's, it'll always continue to grow where you're just consuming more and more and more of it. Does it Uh, grow in, uh, was it, uh, frequency too? So like if you want it every month, the more you take it, do you want, okay, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Most people who uh, become addicted to it, it's part of their daily life. It's, it's not like. Cinnamon shrimp the week on breakfast. Cinnamon shrimp on lunch. Again, it tastes different every time. Damn it. Cinnamon shrimp one time. Get <laughs> that out of the way like the first time. You know it won't be cinnamon shrimp ever again. Yeah, but then you have like rotten shoe and cinnamon coming next. You know, like it's it's not a fun roller coaster. I didn't even know shoes could rot. But they're technically organic if they're leather. Yeah. Uh, so let's go over some of the things that it does when you partake of the spice. Uh, it's like so, cinnamon shrimp. One of the main things it does is it opens up dormant parts of your mind, making you sharper. So the mm-hmm. Bene Gesserit really like to use this to increase their powers, of either perception or just, you know, with their, their kung fu stuff and all, all the stuff that they do. Right. right. So... This this kind of brings up a, a concept that you hear a lot, and I think what is it? Uh, 
the movie Lucy, where they talked about, you know, that we only use 10% of our brains and there's all these parts. And this is, you know, and you can kind of see Herbert leaning into that with the spice here, but this is wildly correct. You use the whole brain. In fact, the brain is constantly shutting down parts that it doesn't use very often to use to do other things. Time out show. Do not speak on my behalf. I do not <laughs> use all of well, the things. You can't use, the, but the thing is you can't use the whole brain at one time. It's too demanding. So only certain parts of your brain are active and at different levels at any given point during the That's day. That's why some right. people love to brainstorm and some people like consistency. But normally those two don't always get along if they're one's having one conversation, the other's having another. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> but have you guys ever seen the TV show Chuck? Yes. So in Chuck, he he basically downloads the FBI supercomputer. Yeah, the FBI uh, like all their knowledge, and in season two, he could just like download skills. So like at the end of season one, he's just like, I know kung fu, because like someone came to like punch him and he was like, like Matrix. Yeah. So uh, I imagine that the Benny Jesuits probably are just like that. They're just like take some spice and they watch some monkey punch another monkey, and they're like, I know kung fu. I know kung fu. But yeah, so this is definitely building off of that theory. Whereas, th you know, like I said, the theory is more rooted in that, you know, maybe only between 8 and 12% of your brain is fully active at any given moment, right? Where uh, and, and so there's there's a difference between the, the use of the brain itself and the efficiency of the use of the brain. Because the efficiency you know, of so, so for instance, so as an example, I like bodybuilding a lot, right? And there's guys who can make certain parts of their muscles like pop. Then there's guys who can flex each fiber individually. If you haven't right. seen it, it's called the waterfall. And they can go, or the Munn's wave. Uh, That's I've, crazy. Yeah, so they can flex. There's this guy, I forgot his first name, but it's Munn's. Um, but he can flex from the bottom of his chest all the way up, through his shoulders, every single head, down his bicep, every single fiber, all the way through and back. And so mm -hmm. I imagine the brain's kind of the same way. Like, yeah, you could use 100% of your muscles, but how efficiently do you do that? All right. So and back to spice. Get back to spice. <laughs> so now I'll be back um, Also uh, increases their immune system. Um, so you don't get sick very much when you're on spice. Uh, but you die immediately if you're off it. But not immediately. <laughs> It's a withdrawal period, and then you die. You're for yeah, That would be like a week or two, or I, I don't know how fast it is, too. Um, it also uh, helps you to uh, recover your wounds faster. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. And that was the first uh, discovery with Spice. That was the first reason why it was discovered and used. Uh, it healed. And then somebody's like, hey, you guys are dying. What's up? And you're like, you got shot in the leg. 80 years ago, and you look 30. What's happening? Have you ever tried cinnamon shrimp? <laughs> Have you ever tried cinnamon shrimp? Secret to not die. <laughs> also got really good at gambling, I've noticed. What's one says something? So uh, we also know that uh, physically it'll turn your eyes blue. Right. right? Um, and just because somebody's eyes are not blue doesn't mean they're not on spice. Because a lot of uh, like royals and stuff will use contacts to hide the fact that. But their eyes are actually blue. 
Right, right. It's just now they have a contact covering it. So that it like, does not appear. I, I feel like that's not hiding anything. Be like, you're royalty. Why wouldn't you be on Spice? You get to live three times as long. <laughs> be like, who are you fooling, man? We all know all of you are on. <laughs> Could you have blue eyes and not be on Spice? It's it's like like I feel like spice is like once we figured out how to purify water, and then there's some like royal walking around be like I don't drink that purified stuff. I'm like you be like BS. <laughs> Ain't nobody drinking dirty water who don't have to. Dirty water just hits different though. Joe. Have you tried it recently? could <laughs> be. All right, so. Uh... Now, when we see the spice, it's often this rust color, right? It's described as this kind of reddish brown. Uh, but uh, if you put it in the right light, like the right angle, uh, it has like a glowing blue to it. Uh, and then also, of course... Like the dress, right? <laughs> <laughs> the black, the white and gold dress. Yeah, it's like the dress. The dress from oh oh on, on the internet, I thought it was a dress from Doom uh, or the Mockingjay. Like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like the dress can broke the internet. Yeah, yeah. internet still works. Internet still works. And then of course, also the uh, water of life is a blue liquid. Uh, yeah, and so it seems like this uh, blue element uh, is what like will bind to people's eyes uh, after they've taken it for so long, their eyes turn blue. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. But if you are heavily using the drug, uh, you get what we see with the navigators. Their eyes will turn such a dark blue that they almost appear black. Uh, yeah, their, their heads and their extremities begin begin to elongate, and they become very fish-like with fins on their like feet and fanning of the head they're, they're like slowly transforming into like this fish creature space swagging space <laughs> yes Dan you eat a lot of spice you become a space so yeah swagger. cinnamon yep. shrimp why would you not as a space swagger about that <laughs> cinnamon shrimp gives you space swagger <laughs> he's not wrong he's out of line he's right so, um, we know that spice only comes from the planet Arrakis or Doom, but why? And the reason really comes from sandworms, right? It comes from sandworms, not necessarily the planet. And it's part of their life cycle. So when a, wo a worm wants to reproduce, it will cover uh, large bodies of water in uh, dirt um, so that it's kind of locked in. And the trout or the the larva that they have they will uh go to where the water is and they connect themselves from head to butt and they'll create these circles and they'll go into these watery areas and they'll spin and churn and churn the reason they connect each other is because uh water is deadly to the worms it's like poison um so they connect each other so that no water gets in uh, into their systems. But as they're churning, they uh, produce this uh, fungaloid, you know, sci-fi thing, but it's uh, uh, attached to, like, some kind of fungus. 
that they seed this water with. And from doing this, that turns into this other kind of thing that the worms can digest. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, this is no longer water, right? This is like this jelly worm food stuff called a pre-spice mass. Uh, and this fungus growing in there creates a lot of carbon dioxide. And so the, the pre-spice mass is what those larvas will eat. Right? They seed it, and then they eat some of this stuff. And then what's left over uh, will create this big pocket of carbon dioxide that'll explode out like a geyser. Right. And all of this stuff comes shooting out along with some water vapor. And uh, so worms avoid this area during that water vapor. And as the stuff comes falling back down, it dries out in the heat in the desert and becomes this fine powder. And that is spice. So that is where it comes from. The reason people watch So it's like worm, worm placenta? Sure. Sure. That's a little bit. <laughs> I mean, this is after they're born and they kind of make their own food source in a water pocket. Just destroying the water uh, and creating it for them to eat on while they're. So I feel like in Dune itself, like the actual novel, they don't really understand where the spice comes from. They just find it on Arrakis. At what point do they figure this out? Um. So. There's not really a point when they figure out, like, exactly why it's coming from the worms, not that it's just here on Arrakis. Um, I would say until maybe Paul, uh, how he can look into his genetic memory. And he's so a lot of information is lost during the Valerian Jihad, right? When all the computers decide to get destroyed and everything. Decide to give this to man. That's what actually happened. So lots of information is lost at that point in time. This is also 80,000 years in the future from that point of a lot of lost information. 80,000 years of humanity. And humanity that's warring back and forth, right? And when you win a war, you tell the lies that make you sound better. And then that happens again and goes the other way. So, like, there's there's so much information that gets lost over and over again. Yeah. And so how they know this exactly isn't exactly clear. But Paul, using his genetic memory, is able to, like, suss out quite a few different things. Yeah, I imagine because, like, like you said, like, all, like, massive archives of human knowledge just lost. Mm-hmm. Because... In the, in the way our own technology is going, we go digital, we go digital, we go digital. And they're much farther in the future in this going digital. And then suddenly you have to destroy all the digital machines and be like, all our records were in there. Be like, what about the paper ones? Be like, we haven't done paper in a million years. In a million years, we haven't done paper. Why would you ask that? <laughs> Last time we made paper, not for toilet paper, was so long ago, we don't remember. <laughs> we don't even have trees to do that anymore. Yeah. So much knowledge would have just been lost. Like, uh, and then I think that you would have had the rise of people who took advantage of that. All of this lost record and knowledge, they would then be able to 
lie and manipulate various industries and politics to the advantage because it's like could prove you wrong. You can do whatever you want. Those high yeah. jerks taking over the world like always. Yeah, if you just cut out all their tongues. Yeah, because their <laughs> intellects are so much better. I mean, witches <laughs> live forever. The uh, all their tongues. Um, it's not weapon. No, it's my weapon. All right, so um, knowing now that like uh, the spice shoots up from these breeding grounds, essentially, it makes a little bit more sense why the worms always attack is because the harvesters are directly above their breeding breeding ground. Yeah, right. So they are protecting their young when they are attacking these harvesters. Right. Yeah, because that is where they're breeding, reproducing. You know, they're protecting their species and their young. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense now. So if they had like a different type of harvester that was like a lot quieter, a lot smaller, like a guy with a suitcase, those worms might not suitcase. Worms. Well, we do know that like when they walk across the sands, they also like he he does talk about you have to do like a special walk. No, the people walk to not draw the worms. Yeah, you can't walk with rhythm. So, and I did wonder if the worms are drawn to rhythm. Or if the worms have learned that rhythm means people and people harvest spice. Yeah. Or they just hate music. It's hard to say. Hard to say, yeah. I think, I think they hate yeah. music. I think you like that. They're like the city leaders. Just industrial music. <laughs> just the industrial. Yeah, it, it's the uh, womp world. We don't want you to industrialize our planet. There's a book called Womp World where it's like these innocent herbivore creatures were like, hanging out on a planet, this beautiful planet, and then these spaceships came down and these people just took over the planet and ruined it. And the wumps could have fought back. And that and the worms did, so that's what the wumps should have done. Right. So anything else, Eli? Yeah, I got, I got a lot more. Oh. Oh wait, I interrupt two parters? It might end up being a two parter. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, another thing, uh, we kind of see with this, uh, how the worms make the spice, right? They're basically destroying water to create food for their, their baby cells. Um, and so it also makes sense why the Fremen, uh, act the way they do with their water, that the water belongs to the tribe, that they take it so preciously because lost water could be lost water forever. Right. Once once the worms seed it with their fungal secretions, which is what it's referred to as, uh, it's not it's water. not water anymore. Spice, right. yeah. And so that is why the Fremen treat water they do. Well, like, this is our why we have to protect it. June is so dry because I, I remember like people were saying like thousands of years ago, Arrakis when it was first discovered was mostly a water plant. Didn't you also say that the worms didn't live here originally? What crazy. So, yes, right. and there is also so uh, something Paul learns through his uh, genetic memory. It's uh, they, they find these big salt beds uh, that show that it used to have water on there. And then through genetic memory, he was able to find out that it, this place used to have big oceans and that the worms were brought here. Uh, Wouldn't they just we don't know what from the water generation after generation. So eventually it will have no water. 
in theory. Well, people bring water to Dune now. Yes. Right. Like Dune's the one. Uh, they bring it for the people who live there who need it, like all the Imperials and the Duke, you know, and the, the nobles and their servants. And it's great for trading with the Fremen. Like, cup of water, buy you just about anything from the Fremen. So, like, yeah. a whole glass of water? What do you want, my daughter? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's uh, eight pints of water. Eight pints. Eight I was on the daughter, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, the worms would eventually consume all the water on Arrakis, but they, they bring in a lot of water. Um, so, as far as, like, the history of spice, uh, it's first discovered by Yanship Ashoka. Oh, wait. Uh, wait, before, let's, let's hold off on the history of spice until next time. Okay, okay. I just want to ask okay. one question to clarify it, and you don't even have to answer it in this one. It could be in the short, and people could just wait to hear it, the answer. And the question is, when you say the first discovery, does that mean the first discovery in our continuous universe, or... The first ever discovery, po- like pre Valerian Jihad. Uh, this is pre Valerian Jihad. Okay. Uh, he he's an imperial uh, chemist, and, and he uses so technology to discover it because he can't. Yes, it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it was a chemist, not a mentat. You can see it right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a treasure room question for us? Um. What's the most exciting thing about Spice for you? Would you appreciate? Oh boy, howdy! Do I have something I want to talk about? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that in the treasure room. If you have any thoughts or comments on today's episode? Go ahead and write in. Let us know where you ran into to us. Okay, so our fan- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you can email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail dot com. Or uh, you can message us on the Patreon or any of the social media platforms. Facebook, our Instagram, course, Twitter, Lore, TikTok. Fantasy, and Lore. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We have mentioned in the past that if you go to the Patreon page, we have collections of all the different worlds and pieces of lore we have covered. For example, if you want everything we have ever done about Baldur's Gate, from the invention of D&D to... Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance. All of that, you can find individual collections for all of those or just one big collection containing all of Baldur's Gate or all of D&D. So everything we have covered, everything we have covered, Eberron, Marvel, DC, Alien, Zooniverse, Cyberpunk, Dune, and more. We have collections for each of those worlds. And I do want to mention that on the Patreon, the only thing behind the subscription is the treasure room content anything that has been released in the podcast for free is still free there it is just a better organization of the information that the podcast app doesn't let us do they are just a big list and you just got to type in your search words on the patreon there are tags for everything you got fantasy D, creature features Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, all of that. Just an individual tag for those episodes. And as I said, we do have collections just to make this as easy as possible to find what you're looking for. We have learned in the past that a lot of people who listen to the floor, they're interested in one or two of the worlds. And they may check out one or two of the episodes when we switch worlds. But they're really just mostly interested in that. So we just want to like consolidate everything you're looking for to make it just as easy as possible to access. So... 
check that out just to make your life easier. And uh, we are working at making sure you can download any of the free episodes there. So even if you're going to lose Wi-Fi or connection, you can get the episodes you want before that happens or just not burn your data while you're traveling to and from work or whatever else is you do while you listen. And uh, thank you. I hope you continue to enjoy the show.